This is the Dental Checkup Podcast, where we put the spotlight on dentistry and health, conversations, interviews, and debates on hot topics in oral health with prominent voices from around the globe. The Dental Checkup Podcast, available on all streaming platforms and proudly brought to you by FDI World Dental Federation. The doctors are stunned in a daze. Time to inform the kit and kin. We just have to change our ways. That's Dr. Pramod Subaraman, poet and general dental care practitioner from India and now working in the United Kingdom. We'll hear the rest of that poem about antibiotics and the good old days from Pramod later in the Dental Checkup podcast. Stay tuned. A very warm welcome wherever you're listening. I'm Tony Johnston, a broadcast journalist and your host on today's episode. You're listening to the Dental Checkup podcast. Antimicrobial resistance. The World Health Organization has declared that AMR is one of the top 10 global public health threats facing humanity. It estimates that AMR could be responsible for up to 10 million deaths annually by 2050. Dentists prescribe 10% of all antibiotics. Further, the WHO suggests that if coordinated measures at a global scale are not taken rapidly, populations will increasingly be affected by a post-antibiotic era and that common infections may become life-threatening. World Antimicrobial Awareness Week, WOW, takes place between November 18 and 24. The aim of WOW this year is to improve awareness and understanding of the spread of AMR and encourage best practice to further reduce the emergence and spread of antimicrobial resistance. And this year's theme is working together. Dr. Wendy Thompson is a clinic lecturer in primary dental care at the University of Manchester and chair of the FDI World Dental Federation Lead Antimicrobial, and joins us on the Dental Checkup. Wendy, welcome. This is a big topic and one that you're deeply passionate about. What is antimicrobial resistance and why should this issue be of concern to dentists and oral healthcare professionals globally? So antimicrobial resistance is when drugs which we have gotten used to to using and which are life-saving drugs um, for treating infections no longer work to treat those infections. And it's a, a, a growing issue. Everyone has heard of it. Everyone kind of thinks it's something that's for the future. But actually, it's in the here and now. Um, and it's uh, within the next 30 years, we understand that more people will be dying from antibiotic resistance, so specifically bacterial infections, which don't respond to antibiotics. More people will be dying from them within 30 years than die from cancer. And that's quite stark, really. It's not something that we, we think about every day. So globally, dentists are responsible for about 10% of antibiotics that are prescribed across human healthcare. Of course, antibiotics aren't just used in human healthcare, they're used in animal healthcare and environmental as well. Uh, but dentists, as, as 10% of the human healthcare, we have a really important role to play. So we need to make sure that we are using antibiotics only when they're strictly necessary, just like everyone else needs to make sure that they're only really using them where appropriate and where necessary. There's a personal story behind your strong interest in this subject. Can you share that with us? Yeah. And my aunt died about 15 to 20 years ago. She died from C. diff in a hospital in the UK. And that was um, that she picked up the bacteria, the Clostridoides difficile, which causes it. Um, and then the antibiotics that they'd given her to try and treat it hadn't worked. Did you have much awareness about antimicrobial resistance before that obviously very deeply personal situation? Yeah. Um, so my first degree was in microbiology. So I, I knew about antibiotic resistance, but I didn't know about the other adverse effects of antibiotics. Um, and so, no, I, I hadn't heard of C. diff before that. 
Wendy, let's talk about guidelines. When is it essential for dentists to be prescribing antibiotics? So dental infections can be life-threatening. And and before we had modern dentistry and before we had um, antibiotics, um, penicillin, then dental infections were a real threat. People commonly died from them. We kind of forget that now, but only just over 100 years ago, it was really not uncommon for someone to pass from a bacterial infection associated with the teeth. The reason for that is that it's close to the airway. Um, so an infection can spread and can occlude the airway. There's a rich blood supply in the area. So bacterial infections can spread and become sepsis. Mm. Um, and it's close to the brain as well. You know, the head and neck's got the brain in there. Um, and you can end up with brain abscesses as well. So, so these are all really important um, uh, issues. And, and if someone has a dental infection and it is spreading, then it needs to have a procedure done to drain the pus and to, to treat the infection. But it also needs to um, have an antibiotic to, to help treat um, the bacteria that are causing that infection. But too often, people have gotten used to um, using antibiotics to treat the patient's emotions rather than to treat the patient's physical conditions. And we know that a lot of people don't like dental procedures. They will do anything to avoid them. Uh, And so antibiotics have kind of become, well, you know, back in the day that there was lots of benefit and hardly any risk. So so what was the problem? Well, we're moving into a different kind of era now and we need to be making sure that we are only really using them prudently, only using them when they're strictly necessary. So that's the the using them as a, a therapy. Antibiotics are also essential for modern medicine. So if we want to do the kinds of surgeries that we do, um, maybe cancer uh, cancer treatments or organ transplants, they're essential for that as well. And in some countries, not all countries, but in some countries, um, the dental guidelines are that we should give antibiotics as prophylaxis before doing certain surgical procedures as well. Um, and I say not all countries because the UK is one country where our guidelines guidelines do not include prophylactic antibiotic prescribing um, routinely. Um, I know that's quite unusual, but there's more and more countries coming coming along with uh, saying that the evidence just isn't there, that the prophylactic antibiotics, the, the benefits of them outweighs the risks of them. Mm. Um, and, and that is changing over time as the risk of antibiotics grows. People don't think of antibiotics as having a risk. You know, antibiotics are there to help us. But the more and more people are, are suffering adverse effects, we need to be taking that into account. You're listening to the Dental Checkup Podcast. Now, our topic today, antimicrobial resistance. Dr. Wendy Thompson, my guest, and later a clinical perspective with dentist Dr. Pramod Subaraman. Wendy, it brings me to, to a question. I was going to save this until a little bit later in, in our chat, but since we've been talking about guidelines and for dentists and oral healthcare professionals around the world who are listening and where some of those guidelines will differ in different countries and and different regions, different parts of the world. Where can oral healthcare professionals access more information about these guidelines, about antimicrobial resistance? What's your, your best recommendation there? So FDI World Dental Federation has a free online course. Um, it's called Tackling Antibiotic Resistance, What Should Dental Teams Do? It is written for all members of the dental team, not just for dentists, and it's written for dentists in all parts of the world. So it is necessarily broad, but but shallow. Um, it doesn't go into specific guidelines because, as, as you've um, highlighted, they are different in different countries. In your own country, you will need to go to maybe your National Dental Association and ask what your local guidelines are for something. If your country doesn't have guidelines, the World Health Organization is just about to publish in, in the next week or so for World Antimicrobial Awareness Week 2022. They are about to publish um, a antibiotic handbook that has lots of chapters about lots of different areas of medicine and human healthcare 
And there is one chapter about dental infections that specifically focuses on the therapeutic use of antibiotics that I talked about earlier. They, they're using them when they're treating a bacterial infection. The using them as prophylaxis is not included in there, um, I think mainly because it, there is no consensus between all the different countries about what what the evidence tells us is, um, is appropriate. So we'll keep an eye out for that from the World Health Organization, as you mentioned, over the next uh, few weeks. And also for that particular course, uh, FDI World Dental Federation, is that available through the, the website fdiworlddental.org? It is. It is. You can also Google it. It comes up very easily as well. If you're tackling antibiotic resistance, what should dental teams do? Excellent starting point. What is the position of FDI World Dental Federation with regards to antimicrobial resistance? And a second part to this question, talk to us about your role as chair of the FDI antimicrobial lead. Yeah, so FDI is extremely concerned about antimicrobial resistance. It, it knows that dentistry is responsible for 10% of antibiotics across human healthcare. It knows that there are lots of studies which show high rates of unnecessary use by dentists. Um, and it wants, FDI wants us as a profession to, to play our part in this, in this large global public health emergency. It's not just a, a bit of an issue. It's in the risk register. Certainly for the UK, it's alongside global terrorism and climate change. You know, it's a, a really, significant, important thing. And it's part of the sustainability agenda as well. You know, people think of sustainability as being about the environment, but actually sustainability is about using our resources today in such a way that they will still work for future generations. And your role as chair of the FDI Antimicrobial Lead? So um, FDI invited me to be the lead author of its white paper, uh, The Essential Role of Dental Teams in Tackling Antibiotic Resistance. And following on from that, they obviously liked what I did and we turned it into this online course, which has been undertaken by very many people all over the world. Um, over two and a half thousand people now have taken that course in over 100 countries. It's great. So FDI kindly invited me to chair its antibiotics group. And we have various activities. One of them is we developed a pledge for national dental associations to, to pledge their commitment themselves to tackling antibiotic resistance. What we did in the white paper, we took the World Health Organization's Global Action Plan on Antimicrobial Resistance, and then we distilled that down into what it means for dental professions, because there's lots of bits um, across the wider healthcare that's less relevant to dentistry. And the three areas that we distilled it down into are awareness raising. Dental teams have a really important role in terms of raising awareness, not only among members of the dental team, but also among the population as a whole about the risks of antibiotic resistance. We're trusted professionals, not just at work, but in our in our home life as well. You know, if you go to your place of worship or you go to your village shop or you go to um, somewhere that people are listening to you talking, if you say something, they will they will listen to that with some expectation that you know what you're talking about um, and and take on board what you're saying. So so you have a really important role in terms of spreading awareness about antibiotic resistance. And, and purely and simply the fact that you're part of this podcast today and listening in makes me really happy that you will hopefully have learned maybe one or two little pieces of information that you can share with someone. You know, you can yes. say to someone, oh, do you know what I learned today? Here, here's, this is interesting. More people are going to die within the next 30 years from infections which don't respond to antibiotics than, than die from cancer. It's all about encouraging that, that conversation, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So that's the awareness raising one. Then there is um, a, a strand about infection prevention and control. Um, and if we can prevent people getting bacterial infections, 
um, then we can prevent them needing to have antibiotics in the first place. And in terms of preventing dental infections is what dentists do. You know, that's why we do routine checkups, because we're trying to prevent people getting tooth decay. And if we can prevent them getting tooth decay, we can prevent them getting a dental abscess. And if we can prevent them getting a dental abscess, we can prevent them needing to use antibiotics. So this this is a really important part of our role. It's it's just what we do. It is dentistry. This is this is common or garden dentistry. It, it's our job. So, so that's really important. And then we also have um, the third strand is antimicrobial res- uh, stewardship. And that means using antibiotics only when they're necessary and appropriate. Uh, and that's what we've been talking about earlier in the podcast about using them in accordance with your local guidelines. Um, and the other thing on the guidelines is that it isn't only the indications when you might want to use them, but it's also what antibiotic you might want to use. Yes. Because in different parts of the world, the bacteria are susceptible or resistant to different antibiotics in different ways. So, for example, in the UK, erythromycin infections have such a high resistance to erythromycin that we just don't use it in the UK for dental infections. It's simply not going to be effective. In other countries, erythromycin will be a very, very good drug to be using. So you need to to work out what's right locally, not just maybe um, what you've heard is used in another country. Wendy, as we, we start to wrap up and we'll have that clinical perspective with Dr. Pramod Subaraman in, in just a moment and, of course, his poem about uh, antibiotics to wrap up the Dental Checkup podcast for today. In 2015, at the World Health Assembly, a, a global action plan was endorsed to address the, the growing problem that uh, you've been referring to. What has been achieved, Wendy, do you think, in the past seven years in your assessment And where should the current focus be with, once again, specific reference to dentistry? So globally, things have moved such a long way. It was in its infancy and people were only really just starting to talk about AMR, antimicrobial resistance. I think there'll be few people listening into this podcast who haven't heard of it before. So that's number one. There is awareness out there. There is also national action plans that sit underneath the global action plans. And we've seen so many of those now in place, which which just weren't seven years ago. Um, and so that's great. And obviously, FDI has an action plan, which, um, as I was saying, fits with the global action plan from WHO. One of the aims within the FDI's white paper is for the national dental associations for each country that are part of the FDI that they go back to their own country and when they're doing their overall national action plan for tackling antibiotic resistance, that the National Dental Association advocates to have dentistry recognised in there. Seven years ago, I think there would be few countries which would acknowledge that dentistry needed to be highlighted as an individual case. They would just see dentistry as being just like a, a subdivision, if you like, of medicine and therefore could be dealt with like the rest of it. Yes. But I think COVID drew that into sharp contrast because in countries like the UK, and I'm not saying this is every country because I know that there were some some other countries which had different patterns, but in the UK, um, it was the only part of the health service, dentistry was the only part of the health service that saw an increase in antibiotic prescribing. All other parts of the health service saw a reduction. Um, and it wasn't just a small increase, it was a dramatic increase. It was over 20% increase. So dentistry is sufficiently different. And the, one of the main ways in which it's different is that we are a non-communicable disease. Whereas a lot of the time the medics are talking about communicable diseases, so things that um, transmit from one person to another. And during COVID, at a time when we were doing everything we could to prevent this transmission of respiratory tract infections, chest infections, 
because we were trying to prevent people getting COVID. It was also preventing people getting other kinds of um, chest infections as well. So, so the um, rate of antibiotic prescribing for respiratory tract infections plummeted, absolutely went down, whereas dental infections aren't uh, impacted at all by people staying at home. In fact, if anything, that maybe they're more likely because people aren't getting to see their dentist to have the normal preventative care. So I think as we're looking forward, I would love to see each of the national action plans and the global action plan in the future include at least a little line in there about dentistry, a recognition. And one of the things we're working on through FDI is that there is a a World Health Organization has a global oral health plan and a global antimicrobial action plan and we want them to reference each other once again for more information particularly about the white paper and uh, of course that course that wendy referred to earlier the fdi world dental federation website fdi world dental one words dot org and i'd like to uh, to thank you very much for joining us on the dental checkup podcast today dr wendy thompson thank you thank you you're listening to the dental checkup podcast now let's get a clinical perspective on antimicrobial resistance. Dr. Pramod Subaraman is a general dental care practitioner from India and now working in the United Kingdom. He has literally just finished in the practice for today and joins us. Pramod, many thanks. How was your day in the clinic? Thank you, Tony. My day was wonderful and fun. <laughs> what, made it, what made it fun? I like to get people out of pain and I was able to do that today and that is the part that was fun. Pain will obviously come up in our discussion about AMR. You also, like Wendy, have a healthy interest in this subject. How did that come about for you? That came about by the experience of my working in hospitals where I saw people suffering from multiple drug-resistant infections. And I also work in urgent dental care a lot where I see prescriptions handed out. So just try to get a bit more responsible about how things work. And that's where my interest began. Have you noticed an increasing problem with antimicrobial uh, resistance in the introduction to the podcast? I talked about the World Health Organization having declared AMR as one of the top 10 global public health threats facing humanity. Have you noticed increase in, in this resistance? Yes. I mean, even if you take my urgent care patients, I may have seen one patient maybe routinely over the past three or four years. They may even mention themselves that they are immune to certain antibiotics and that certain antibiotics don't seem to work for them any longer. And then they need higher antibiotics to make things work for them. So yes, that's where I've seen already firsthand how it affects patients. How do you adapt to that as an oral healthcare professional? Well, as far as possible, we try to keep to whatever regulations and recommendations there are and mostly try interventive treatment because unlike, say, general practitioners in uh, medicine, there is a lot of surgical work that we can do to relieve issues. We don't always have to rely on antibiotics. Antibiotics are an adjunct. They can even be the primary intervention in some cases. But for the most part, dentistry does not need antibiotics as much as, say, general medicine does. Let's talk about some of those interventive options that you mentioned. What is your approach to writing a prescription? A patient arrives in the practice in some degree of pain. You make your diagnosis, Pramod, which includes the presence of infection. Talk us through your decision-making process as a part of that treatment protocol. Generally, unless it's a systemic infection, unless it's a spreading infection, 
antibiotics need not come into the picture. So if it is something that can be resolved by local measures alone, say, be it an extraction, be it an opening of the pulp or nerve cavity to drain the abscess, or even draining the abscess via the soft tissues on either side of the tooth, then we really must take that approach first. It's only when there's a spreading infection and there's a risk of systemic spread or any other major consequences for the patient that we should really be thinking about antibiotics at that stage. What role do time pressures play in in all of this? Medical professionals generally, including oral healthcare professionals, under increasing time pressure, you might only have a short amount of time to see a patient. What impact does that have on some of these interventive treatment options? It depends on the setting. Now, some settings where I work, you get 15 minutes for the patient. Other settings, you get 20 minutes. Other settings, you get a half hour. It all depends on how much time you've got. But even so, we do our very best not to prescribe unless we have to. So let's say that was a 15-minute slot. And let's say I ran over a little bit. So, okay, so you ran over a little bit. It's not the end of the world if you run over a little bit. Worst case, I generally tend to catch up anyway during my sessions. Or the absolute worst case is you run a bit late over the end of your session. But let that not be a reason why you compromise treatment for a patient. Anecdotally, what are you hearing from your colleagues about AMR? Not a lot. I guess there are some colleagues who are more concerned about it than others. And there are colleagues who, with time pressure, may feel tempted to take out a prescription pad and throw out a prescription, while there are other colleagues who, depending on their experience, may decide to go ahead and do the interventions instead. We have listeners to the podcast and and members worldwide. Can I get a a geographical perspective from you? You began your career in India. You're now practicing in the United Kingdom. How does this problem differ around the world in in your experience? One issue that I had noticed in India is there has been historically a lot of prescriptions handed out. Now, that does mean that people need more and more and even better antibiotics to get rid of certain issues, which previously they may not have needed. There may have been a time when you could have used just penicillin V to sort things out, which is currently what is the gold standard in the UK. But some of these won't cut it in India. You'd need higher and higher antibiotics to do the job. But don't forget, it's also a different environment. It's a tropical country. You do have a lot of infectious material around. You do at times need a lot more than what you can use in the cold climes of the UK. With that perception by some patients, I guess patient uh, education as well as practitioner education, and that's obviously the theme of of this year's World Antimicrobial Awareness Week is working together. It's across the board, isn't it? Yes, it is. You need to get patients aware of it so they don't go and pester their practitioners for a prescription when they may not need one. And obviously, practitioners need to be more aware of the problems of AMR. It was useful for me to have my stint working in maxillofacial surgery in hospitals for me to see this firsthand. But it is a fact that many general dental practitioners may not have had hospital experience and they may not have seen the problem to the depth that which some of us have. Gives you a a completely different perspective. It does. Pramod, we talked about uh, World Antimicrobial Awareness Week and working together. How do you think dentists can work more effectively together to address AMR? Keeping well aware of the latest developments and ensuring that we only prescribe when absolutely necessary 
and following the relevant guidelines in place. Just following the guidelines may sort out a lot of the issues. How do you stay up to date on the latest developments? Nowadays, you get podcasts, you get online courses, you get everything. You don't have to go rushing into any particular venue to learn information. It's fairly easy nowadays. Including something like the dental checkup and listening Indeed, to you right course, now. Indeed, of course, of <laughs> course. I mean, this is itself an educational podcast for people. Why not? The moment we've all been waiting for is is that poem. We heard a yep. we heard a sample of that at the start of the podcast today. Final message from you, Pramod? Keep it simple and only prescribe when absolutely necessary. So in summary, less tooth decay, less infection, less antibiotic use. World Antimicrobial Awareness Week, November 18 through 24, improving awareness and encouraging best practice to reduce the further emergence and spread of antimicrobial resistance. And this year's theme is working together. I'm Tony Johnston, journalist, and on behalf of FDI, World Dental Federation, many thanks to Dr. Wendy Thompson, clinic lecturer in primary dental care at the University of Manchester and chair of the FDI lead antimicrobial. And Dr. Pramod Subaraman urgent care dentist in the UK. And over to you now, Pramod, for uh, that poem about antibiotics and AMR. Take it away. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So this poem is called Antibiotics. It's a villanelle form which has a certain refrain. Let us bring back the good old days before we had penicillin. We just have to change our ways. We trust in God again. Priest prays rids us of all our sins, let us bring back the good old days. Listen to what the scientist says, put the old habits in the bin, we just have to change our ways. We must obey the rules that God lays, ignore all that AMR din, let us bring back the good old days. The doctors are stunned in a daze, time to inform the kith and kin, we just have to change our ways. Nothing left on the magic trays. Nope, not even vancomycin. Let us bring back the good old days. We just have to change our ways. The Dental Checkup Podcast, proudly brought to you by FDI, World Dental Federation.